Did you get that message about bananas? How about the one about gargling with salt water? Did you get that? What about onions? Did you get the one about the onions? I did. Multiple times. Did you, get that message you know what I'm talking about, right? If you're in any kind of group chat, it's inevitable. Someone, probably with good intentions, will forward a message about bananas being a cure for COVID. Which it isn't! I repeat, bananas can't cure COVID. Man, these messages get tiring. Hello and welcome to B-Side, where we revisit business world stories and tell a few of our own. In this episode, Flip Science Editor-in-Chief Mikael Angelo Francisco tells Business World reporter Angelica Yang how to debunk fake news amid a global health crisis. For starters, can you give our listeners some background on what Flip Science does? Flip Science is what I would like to call a science news and features portal for Filipino listeners. It started in 2017 as an answer to the simple question that why is there no science-dedicated website for Filipino readers? So my co-founder, Hannah Abello and I, we decided to establish that website, flipscience.ph. We didn't really focus at first on debunking science myths and misinformation, but we learned pretty quickly that when you're talking about science and science news, and when you're trying to educate the public, it's inevitable that you will come across some science myths and misinformation that it will be your responsibility to debunk. And so that's how Flip Science started, and that's how it's been ever since up to this year, in which we've been writing a lot of pieces, specifically COVID-19 misinformation and fake health advice, fake news, fake updates. And we found that there's a lot of ground to cover because all of that disinformation, as I'd like to call it, tends to come out at a very rapid pace. That in a very large nutshell is what flipscience.ph is about. Flip Science published an interesting piece in 2018 about four fake Pinoy Pride Science stories. And in 2019, you also wrote about well-known science facts that turned out to be myths. So this year, what has been Flip Science's progress in debunking fake news, particularly those about COVID-19? So this year, we've written a lot of articles about COVID-19 alternative facts, alternative cures, uh, misinformation, fake news about vaccines, and types of food that were advertised as anti-COVID-19 but turned out to be not the case. There has been a lot of that ever since January from that myth about keeping your throat moist to protect yourself from COVID-19 up to eating bananas, up to reports of garlic and inhaling steam. And I think we've made a lot of progress in the sense that we've been able to present these with credibility. We've had reputable sources, scientific studies to back up our articles. And in a way, I'd like to think that we contributed to the wave of COVID-19 fake fact debunking in that I've seen a lot of other groups, whether they're small or from well-known establishments, sort of rise up to the challenge and start debunking COVID-19 fake news themselves. What is the anatomy of a fake news story about the COVID-19 cure? So the anatomy of a fake news story about COVID-19 cures or preventive measures usually starts with a bold claim. Like, for example, 
bananas can prevent COVID-19 infection. So it starts with that one claim. You don't even have to prove it. Just catch the attention of the person. And then you go into anecdotal evidence. Usually that's when people say, oh, this worked for me. And so I'm pretty sure that it will work for you too. What I mean is basically if someone has been eating bananas for a long time and when they were asked about that, they said, oh, I haven't gotten COVID-19 yet. To them, it's proof that bananas protect you from COVID-19. When in fact, that's not causation. You're not even sure it's related. It could be just really like bananas and you haven't come into contact with anyone who could have passed COVID-19 on to you. But if you present it that way, it becomes like you're sharing advice without scientific proof. And one component is the lack of any scientific evidence. Or if you do cite a study, it's usually taken out of context or just one line or two that really doesn't relate to the point you're trying to make. The interesting thing is sometimes they include links to their uh, alleged sources. And when you click those links, they're either broken links or they lead back to their other articles, which it's like a circular way of quote-unquote proving that their advice is true. Like because we said it in a different article and we're linking to that article, that's all the evidence you need. It doesn't really prove anything, just that they've written about it. Basically, that's the anatomy of a fake news story. The gripping claim, the lack of evidence, and sometimes links to fake evidence or evidence taken out of context. So where can these fake news stories often be found? Like, can they be found on social media or is it news sites that actually produce these kinds of stories? So the most common sources of these fake news stories about cures, about remedies, are those little websites, usually independent websites that have just sprung out out of nowhere, claiming that they are going to reveal some truths about COVID-19 that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. So mostly they're from conspiracy theorists. Also, they can be from well-meaning but ultimately not well-read people. They'll type like a long post on social media, maybe with some images, often taken out of context as well. And they would start sharing it with their friends, sharing it in their group chats. And that's actually how it starts to become viral. But they don't go through the rigors of fact-checking. Now, I'm not saying that big news establishments are perfect when it comes to this. In fact, I can remember at least one case in which a major online news publication came out with a story that we debunked. I didn't mention them in my article, but I actually reached out to them. They didn't acknowledge my message to them, but the next day, they removed their article. Basically, fake news about COVID-19 can come from anywhere. What would your advice be for news organizations that always write about COVID-19 every day, but they may not always have the luxury of time to fact-check everything that they come across? The biggest mistake of that article was that when I read it, I immediately realized that they got their information from a viral social media post. It was slightly rephrased, but you could tell that the bullet points were basically the same, and they even quoted the same expert, and he, he said the exact same quote. So I knew what it was, because I had already seen that viral post. So the first thing is don't rely too much on viral posts on social media. Just because it's viral doesn't mean you can trust it, doesn't mean it's true. And people working in news should be the first ones to know that. Second, uh, I disagree with the idea that they don't have the luxury to fact check. I have 
a job that doesn't involve media. In fact, I could say that Flip Science is a passion project. I don't earn money from it aside from what is enough to pay for the hosting. And I still find time to verify the facts before I publish anything because I care. I'm not saying that they don't care. I'm saying that if you really want to produce quality stories, you will find the time. And in this age of interconnectedness, in this age of the internet, in this age of easily accessible information, I don't think there's such a thing as not enough time when it comes to fact-checking, especially when you're supposed to be the source of facts. I really believe that it should be a part of the writing process. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but we just need reminding that fact-checking is and will always be part of writing a factual story. Whether it's science or whether it's about something else, if you want to communicate the truth, you will go to whatever lengths are necessary to make sure that you get the truth. Now that there are many companies that are working towards finding a cure for COVID-19 in the form of vaccines, are there any fake news stories that might arise from this new development? So one of the things that we need to be wary about in these times, especially when everyone is working on a cure or a vaccine, are these pseudo-press releases. They're not really press releases, but they sound a lot like that because they tend to announce their preliminary results. These results, they haven't even been reviewed. They didn't go through the proper steps. They didn't consult the rest of the scientific community to verify whatever it is that they're saying they can do. And that's very dangerous because it creates dangerous and unrealistic expectations for people. People have been waiting for a reason to finally be able to go out again, to go back to what we used to think as normal. But the point is people are desperate to hear some hope and you can't blame them because if you've spent months cooped up inside your home with very little social life and worried about your income every day, You would certainly welcome any ray of light that tells you that your worries are about to be over. The world is about to be safe from COVID-19. But that's not how we should be approaching this. And then there's also the other side of the coin, which is the anti-vaxxer crowd. We will also have to be careful of that because for the same reason that over-promoting a vaccine that has not been tested yet or that has not gone through the rigors of peer review yet, is dangerous. It's also dangerous to immediately assume that every team working on a vaccine has a bad agenda or that Big Pharma just wants our money because that will lead you down a rabbit hole of conspiracy that you certainly don't want to fall into. Those, I think, are the two types of things that we should be aware of or we should be careful about reading and sharing. And like I said, always be skeptical. Don't reject this new information outright, but at the same time, learn to ask the right questions so that you won't be misled. How can netizens debunk fake news on COVID-19? First, when you find something that sounds too good to be true, if it's like a magic cure for COVID-19 or something that, quote-unquote, the doctors don't want you to know about, that should raise some red flags already. The second is to think about what the advice is really saying and try to look back on what you know about whatever that thing is. For example, going back to the advice that bananas can protect you from COVID-19, you should think back and try to reflect on what you know about bananas. Have they ever been prescribed as a cure for any respiratory illnesses or diseases? So from there, you'll have like a logical track that you can follow. And then next, look for studies that support 
those claims because any of those remedies should have been studied already. So if you can't find any reliable source that reaffirms that advice or proves that it's true, it's probably false. And then when you've done your research and verified for yourself and convinced yourself about the truth behind this advice, and you've asked an expert, because even if you've done the research yourself, it's always good to have that extra step of really making sure that you're on the right track. And then when you've done all of that, you can start sharing your research and what you've learned with your friends. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Flip Science Editor-in-Chief Mikael Angelo Francisco talking with Business World reporter Angelica Yang about the spread of misinformation and disinformation about the pandemic. Don't be a super spreader. Stay home if you can, and think before you forward anything. Remember, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. This episode was recorded remotely on November 13. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening. Thank you.